0: Welcome to the Fantasy Formula Podcast with your hosts, Kyle Gullett, Connor Murray, and gone but not forgotten, Riley Crumb. I am the Sorcerer Supreme, Clay Smith, we'll take you on down to your hosts right now.
1: I'm Kyle Gullett, and with me today is Connor Murray, not here last episode, but he's replacing Riley today. Gone but not forgotten. Gone but not forgotten. So today, what we've got in line is we're going to talk about our NFL predictions for the upcoming season. We're talking about Super Bowl picks, division winners, uh, a couple of award winners. But first off, we've got a question of the day. Clay?
0: Question of the day. My second favorite part of this podcast. So the question is, what rookie wide receiver has the best chance of breaking out this season?
1: You know, I'm, I'm going to let Connor take this one.
0: Oh, You want me to go first?
1: Yeah, you go first.
0: I,
2: uh, this one was real hard because I, I like DK Metcalf. I like him a lot. Um, but I like Nikhil Harry just a little bit more, and uh, the reasons uh, being his quarterback, Tom Brady. This could be the year, yeah, that we see that decline in uh, Tom Brady's um, godliness and uh, what he's done in the league. Not sure about that, but I think Nikhil Harry is—he's six-two, two twenty-eight. He's got not breakout speed, but uh, a four. Point five forty is still pretty good, so it's 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 adequate speed. He can catch, he can block. I think he's going to be that big replacement for Gronk. Uh, mm-hmm. In, in that's the what a lot of
1: people are saying, that's what a lot yeah. of people are saying.
2: Yeah, I think I think he's going to step into that big man catching role. He was a he was very good in his three years in college, and uh, I you know the Patriots have a very complex offense, and uh, it makes it pretty difficult for new receivers to come in and have a big impact. But uh that being said, I think it's just highly unlikely that Belichick would select a wide receiver in the first round and not, you know, step him into the playbook pretty heavy.
1: Yeah, that those are those are all good points. I am personally not a not a big fan of Nikhil Harry this this year. You mentioned all all of his strengths and what people are saying what people are hoping for is that he can step into a big slot role, like you right. mentioned, going right, across right. the middle, catching shorter passes, and just you know soaking up all those short targets that Tom Brady loves to throw. Right. But you also mentioned the offense. It's it's going to be tough for him to, to really get into the flow of the complex offense. And if he takes a little bit too much time in the beginning of the year getting a hold of that, Tom Brady has not had a strong second half of the year the past few years. So if he's not able to to get in and take advantage of that early in the season. I don't I don't think he's going to be able to to really be playable throughout the fantasy season. And my pick for this is the aforementioned DK Metcalf. Uh it's kind of weird to me that people aren't mentioning him more in fantasy conversations. He's kind of forgotten. It's like Tyler Lockett and nobody else on the team is going to get any targets. Uh and yeah, I like Tyler Lockett but the one thing about his production last year that is unsustainable is touchdowns. Right. He had 10 touchdowns last year. And everybody's expecting Russell Wilson to regress in his touchdowns and Tyler Lockett to regress in his touchdowns. But I don't see just regression for Tyler Lockett. I, just, I don't see him catching many touchdowns at all. He's never been a touchdown scorer before. And then out of nowhere, Russell Wilson has the most efficient quarterback season of all time, basically. And it was a beneficiary of that. But now with DK Metcalf here, a huge red zone target, he's, he's got to get those red, the red zone targets.
2: You know, and the, the problem I have with DK Metcalf is, like, I, I can't really talk him down because I also like DK Metcalf. He got a lot of comps to uh, Calvin Johnson coming into the league. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you have um, Doug Baldwin stepping out. Yeah,
1: that's a huge, a a lot of targets that are up for
3: grabs. I think that's
2: huge. I I think that's going to be big for DK Metcalf. He's got that same big body, that same big body top as Nikhil Harry. Uh, I think Russell Wilson does really good with those big body guys. Yeah. Uh, So it's it's tough, and uh, I can't really see many downsides to DK, to be honest with you, Um, except, you know, maybe the target share. He got red-shirted a year in Ole Miss. Uh for a neck injury, wasn't it?
1: Yeah,
2: I think so. Yeah, so that's I'm I'm always <clears throat> always scared of injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see I can see both these guys being end up being wide receiver twos if things go well for both of them.
1: Yeah, I, I can do that too. I just uh, just I want to kind of move on after this, but just want to say, Deacon Metcalf, he's a physical freak. His route tree isn't well defined at this point. He's not as quick in his cuts, but he's just gonna catch the ball over people. And yeah. Russell Wilson's gonna get him the ball. That's all that's all I'm saying. It might not happen, but I think it has a pretty good chance of happening.
2: Right, I agree. I agree.
1: All right. Now, into the meat of the podcast, our NFL picks. I think we're gonna start out with our Super Bowl picks. Now, what are you feeling? Who the Chiefs are tied with the Patriots. At six to one odds. Right. Uh these are the most recent odds that we could find. Uh, and I we, we have them on our dock here. The Chiefs and Patriots are tied at six to one for the lead, followed by the Rams and Saints at eight to one and the Colts at twelve to one are the top five. Now are you feeling any of those guys as your favorite pick or are you looking somewhere lower?
2: Man, it's uh it's really tough because I just talked up the I feel like I just talked up the Patriots. But there's also that question of like how long can they keep that up, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, that one's this is really tough. The Super Bowl picks was really tough for me this year because all the teams are getting great again. I've I've been eyeballing the Rams a lot more. I like that little tier right there with the Rams and the Saints in -hmm. the eight to one. I think those are those are probably where I would I would call home on the Super Bowl picks. I don't know what the Chiefs have been doing. I feel like that's so hard to sustain.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, they
2: they did just get Tyree kill back so
1: yeah that's a huge a huge um uh, upside for them that they got that him is, back for the, for the full season
2: absolute massive puzzle piece to go in and um i i just I, but even with that i don't know i don't know if they can keep that up so i'm looking to i'm gonna look at a guy more con, consistent with everything he does and the the new orleans saints i think they've been they were rolling last year
3: yeah i
1: think that's a great pick and if I had to make odds myself, the Patriots would be the favorite for me as well. Uh, they've just, they're just too good. The team is so solid. They know what they're doing, and it's just tough to beat. And you mentioned the Rams uh, in that top five. They're actually the one in that top five that I'm not too high on. Right. Because when I'm looking for Super Bowl-winning teams, I'm looking at the quarterback first, and I don't know if Jared Goff can carry a team in a late fourth-quarter run to win a game.
2: That's very fair. Um, we we didn't get it out of him, and I don't know if he if he's got it in him.
1: And you know, on the back of that, some of my favorite picks a little lower. Riley's gonna love that I said this, but the Eagles, I, I love Carson Wentz this year. He, I think he's a really good quarterback. Uh, they're at fourteen to one, right next to the Packers. You'll also like. And once it gets a little lower than that, it's it's tougher to to really see it happening. Uh, you know, maybe maybe the Cowboys at eighteen to one. Uh, the Vikings have shown that they can win big games, 25 to one, but there's there's not a whole lot down there that that I would think to pick over these top teams, which is is why they're ranked this way, obviously.
2: Right, right. I honestly think the Steelers, the 18 to one, I think that should probably be a little lower.
1: Yeah, Big would... Ben has is, has been struggling. I don't I don't think he can carry a team, and with Antonio gone, it's going to be tough for him. Yeah, with
2: Antonio gone, and you're not getting bail back. Mm-hmm. I. I don't know. I don't think that that should be 18-1. to I'll go with a sleeper here for the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with the Panthers just because they're my favorite. (laughs) And I really hope that they win the Super Bowl.
1: Now, you you weren't here for the the last podcast we did, uh, but our quick question was who's going to win more more games, the Eagles or the Colts? So it was mine and Riley's favorite teams versus each other, and then you throw your favorite team in here. So all our bases are covered.
2: Yes, yes. I really hope they win the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would love to. I love the Colts at twelve to one. It's been a very long time since we've been in the top five in Super that's, Bowl odds. Yeah, yeah So that's it's true. it's nice to see. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna pick two teams that I, I'm gonna select. You know, right now that I'm looking forward to win the title, and that's the Patriots and the <sighs> Eagles. Actually, uh, no, no, no. Patriots and the Patriots and the Packers.
2: Patriots and the Packers. I yeah, see. Those I'll match
1: imagine- Two, I'll two, match you there places. with the
2: Packers, and I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints and the Packers. Okay.
1: Yeah, I like, I like the Saints pick. Yeah, I like All that right.
2: we both picked the Packers, but we didn't really elaborate on why
3: we thought <laughs> the Packers were going to
1: win. Uh, it's basically just Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is going go to carry the team. He can win games by himself. Yeah, yeah you can't go wrong. Uh, so, next up on the list is MVP. Unless, Clay, you want to jump in and, and talk about your favorite Super Bowl odds.
0: You know, I was thinking about it, and I, I, think, I think the Bears are really going to click this year. Don't hate it. I don't hate it.
1: Uh, the only problem I have with the Bears is, is, is Trubisky's a little inconsistent, but when he's good, he's really good. So if he can, if he can hit that stride, I, I, can see him, I can see it happening.
0: I just think it's going to – I think with Jordan Howard out, I think mm-hmm. the running game might get better, yeah. which would ease up Trubisky's, you know, having to be so consistent. So I, I, think, I think it might work out for him. I'd like know, it too. That'd be cool. Yeah, and
1: and their defenses, it's okay. It's
0: not bad. <laughs> not
1: bad. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. It's okay. Could be worse. Yeah. Uh, so now let's jump in MVP. Uh, you want me to go first? or you want this, Con?
2: I'll take this one. I, I I went with this pick based on this guy's potential. I think Alvin Kamara has an insane, ungodly amount of potential. Mm-hmm. He's uh he's been called the human uh, video game, and I think when you watch him play, anything could happen. So this guy cleared; uh, he was one of the first guys to clear, uh, I think, 700, and 700 receiving and rushing last year
3: mm-hmm.
2: in uh, a, Crazy very yeah, Crazy a very long time. Yeah, very long time. I think um, I I don't I don't see that regressing. I I don't think. Latavius Murray is going to eat into that too much. I think touchdown potential for him can only go up, yardage can only go up. I I wanted to go with a pretty big sleeper on this one, so I went with Alvin Kamara.
3: I,
1: I don't hate the pick. It's it's hard to go against QBs here because it just seems like they always win. But true, if Kamara takes a step up in opportunity, you know more carries, then he's going to absolutely destroy everyone. Yes. There's just there's just no way that he doesn't. And Latavius Murray coming in, it's the same story that people have been saying with Mark Ingram, like he might take away some of touchdowns or whatever. Alvin Kamara had fifty-one red zone rushes last year. Fifty one. Second in the league behind Todd Gurley. 50. And 13, 13 red zone touchdowns. That's not that's not you don't give that I many carries to someone who you don't trust. Right. He's gonna get those opportunities. He's gonna get the touchdowns. He, you know, he he might lead the league in touchdowns this and rushing touchdowns this year. Add in whatever receiving touchdowns he has, you know, 800 receiving yards. To if he gets the carries, he can easily go well over a thousand yards rushing, and he'll just be he can be a dominant force. Right.
2: Plus 4,500 felt it feels low for Alvin Kamara,
1: but I. It is I pretty guess, low, and it's just I, guess, I think it's just positional.
2: Yeah, I guess it has to be though because all these all these great quarterbacks that could also. Win MVP because it just keeps happening time and time again.
1: Yeah, oddly enough, Trubisky that I was talking about before is above Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff, Cam Newton. It's I don't I don't see him being that high. Honestly, that's that's tough for me to agree with. But yeah, okay, well, I go I'll I'll move past hating on Trubisky and go to my <laughs> <laughs> go to my picks. Uh, my first pick is kind of wishful thinking. Uh, he's actually second in terms of uh, odds. Mahomes mm-hmm. is first at plus four fifty. And coming in second at plus 650 is Andrew Luck. And I said I was on the Andrew Luck MVP bandwagon last episode, and I'm going to stand by that. He uh, finally has a good offensive line for the first time in his entire career. And last season, uh, he saw a clean pocket. I believe it was 70% of the time. I I don't have it pulled up. It's just off the top of my head. I was reading today. And – if you give Andrew Luck a clean pocket, he's going to hit his receivers. He's an amazing quarterback. He's not scared to take risk, which is why he has such a good t- touchdown upside. And if Mahomes doesn't throw 50 touchdowns, Andrew Luck is my pick to lead <laughs> the league in touchdowns this year. And the Colts, I talked about last episode, I'm seeing them getting at least 11 wins, hopefully, <laughs> as a Colts fan. Right. Uh, so, it, you know, if they're leading coming out of the AFC, then he could easily be the MVP, which is why he's second in odds. And I also uh, wanted to pick a guy that was a little bit lower. He's not as low as Kamara. He's 12th in odds, and that is Deshaun Watson at plus 3,300. I was kind of surprised to see him so low on this list, uh, because it seems like everyone has him in their elite tier of quarterbacks yeah. when it yeah. comes to fantasy. Uh, but they have a really good team. They have a good defense, You know, good pass rush. They've got JJ Watt over there. And they got a lot of weapons on offense. They've got Deshaun Watson, obviously they have DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Will Fuller has been a touchdown machine every time he gets on the field. Yeah, Lamar Miller is, is solid as always. Uh, and they've got Donta Foreman back, who could be a really big uh, help in the backfield. Yes. So I could see them you know, getting a lot of wins this year. And if Deshaun Watson just keeps up what he's been doing the past few years, let alone if he takes a step, he could be awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, before we leave this, I don't want to speak for Riley, but maybe speak in honor of Riley with picking uh, Wentz as his mm-hmm. MVP pick. Uh, I was watching ESPN the other day, and uh, it came out on the news that uh, everybody in the Eagles camp is just harping on how good Wentz is looking.
3: And yeah. uh,
2: everybody in the the coaching staff, it came out in the coaching staff to uh, be prepared to see the 2017 Carson Wentz in 2019 that absolute world beater Wentz, you know. So, I think if uh, if he comes out guns blazing like he did in seventeen, that's not a bad pick.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, I think he's a great player.
2: Yeah,
0: Clay
1: has a- other thoughts on him, but I think he's a great player. <laughs> I was and... about
0: to say that I think Nick, <laughs> Nick Foles has a better chance of winning MVP than Carson Wentz. Oh,
1: <laughs> where's Nick Foles on this list?
0: I don't
2: think he's on this.
1: Yeah, team. he's not on the list. Oh, I, no, there he is, plus sixty six hundred. Tied see, with see, Kyler see, Murray. Yeah,
2: he's, he's I got don't even know what that Nathan means. He's, <laughs> he's got better odds than Odell Beckham Jr., J.J. Watt, and Tony hey, Brown.
0: J.J. Watt.
1: <laughs> now that we're talking about the lower odds, I just want to mention the fact that Kirk Cousins is below Sam Darnold and Josh Allen. I yeah. don't understand how that happens.
0: You know, I said, no, that, whatever. I, I said that Carson Wentz was the most overrated uh, quarterback in the NFL. That Kirk Cousins is probably second. That hurts me because it hurts Riley.
1: I don't think Wentz is overrated. Cousins, maybe a little bit. I, I still think he's solid, though.
0: Hey, that's why I'm here. boys. hot takes. <laughs> hot takes. You guys are the so, ones that do research. And I you're don't. just here for, the, you're here for the clickbait titles. I,
2: I uh, will say again, I think Wentz is, is not a bad pick, despite Clay's hatred. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, I, I think that uh, he could go a long way if, if he... Like I said, comes out he comes out hot and he comes out fast this season.
1: Yeah, just one more longer shot uh, possibility. I think Dak Prescott could actually do something this year, and they have a good team. If they win a lot of games, I wouldn't be surprised for him to be in this conversation.
3: All right, let's let me do
2: something real quick in the uh, in the plus ten thousand range right there. You see those <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six out of those six. Mm-hmm. Who could you see winning that?
1: All right, so the six are Jameis Winston. Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, Matthew Stafford, and Tyreek Hill.
2: And J.J. Watt.
1: Oh, and J.J. Watt. I missed him. Right. And, I mean, my first instinct is Jameis Winston just because he plays quarterback. Right, right. <laughs> that's, that's the first thing I think of. But if we're looking at the rest of it, I mean, honestly, J.J. Watt could Dang. could really do something.
3: Dang.
1: Or, I mean, Tyreek Hill, obviously, I, was... I, I don't think he, I don't know, I don't see Tyreek Hill – being able to win it. I, I think JJ Watt has a better chance to Tyreek Kill. I was
2: honestly looking at Juju.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: I was looking at Juju. I think they're gonna just have you seen the Grinch where they're just, just spoon feeding him the who hash and the and <laughs> the and the, the pudding and the fudge. They're just you're cramming in his in his gullet. No pun intended. I think that's what's gonna happen to Juju with um with looks his way from Big Ben.
1: You know, staying on that Grinch topic, I think at the end of the year, Juju's going to look at himself in the mirror and think, Why did I ever think Ben Rollinsberg could throw me the ball well? He's going <laughs> to yell out in the cave, I'm an idiot. <laughs>
2: that's fair. That's a, that's a good one. All right. You got that.
0: This right. is officially a how the Grinch Stole Christmas podcast, and I'm <laughs> all for it.
1: That's my favorite Christmas movie. All right. So, Clay, do you have any any last thoughts on MVP?
0: I disagree that How the Grinch Stole Christmas is the best Christmas movie, but I think if I had to pick an MVP, I mean, I know it's the easiest option, but Mahomes is just a freak. Yeah, and we we didn't even mention him. He's in the he's in the position. He's he's likely to win it. Like that's just the bottom line. Quarterbacks, you know. So I'd have to pick Mahomes.
1: I don't I don't know how we didn't even mention him.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I probably because we don't like picking the favorites to win anything.
1: Yeah, no, nobody likes being a bandwagon fan. (laughs) That's true. Uh, all right. Next up on the list, we've got offensive rookie of the year, and this is the the biggest uh difference between the first and second uh, place odds. Uh, Kyle Murray comes in at plus 150, and Josh Jacobs is second at plus 650. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this a little bit earlier. You, uh, Think Dwayne Haskins, who's third at plus seven fifty, could could be a sleeper for this. Even though he's top three, is still still yeah. be a sleeper. Not a lot of people are talking about it.
2: Yeah, I it's because it's because there's a there's a big question mark on if he's going to start or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if he does, I I've liked Dwayne Haskins since he got drafted. I, I I was very sold on his landing spot and that offense that he's in. I'm I I love it. I think Haskins. In the top three, it's hard to say sleeper, you know. Um, mm-hmm, but definitely, if I if he gets that start, he's he's my offensive rookie of the year. I think uh, he's in the right fit to do it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Kyle Murray is obviously the the heavy favorite here, right. but that offense was awful last year, and the personnel is is not that different. And people are acting like they're sold on this new. Offensive philosophy, making them a good offense. Right. But you know, what if it doesn't? What if the personnel just isn't able to execute, and it, it the offense flounders again?
2: Yeah, I, that's that's a scary thought. Having the guy plus one hundred and fifty, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I mean, we might as well talk about him. Number two, Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders came out and said they want this kid to win MVP. Or not MVP? Excuse me, Rookie of the Year. MVP yeah. would be insane. <laughs> they want this kid to win Rookie of the Year.
3: Mm-hmm. It, so, could uh, he's, yeah, he's it could definitely happen. He's he's in a happen.
2: great
1: landing spot as well. Like you mentioned with Haskins, he's yeah. going to get a lot of work, and he showed his three down versatility in college. And yeah, you know he's going to be involved a lot in the rush game, a lot in the passing game. And Derek Carr loves to throw at zero yards. Yeah, yeah. So he's going he he's probably going to catch a lot of passes.
2: He's uh yeah, he's big on it. He's big on throwing zero yards.
1: Really big on throwing it behind the like not past the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he loves maybe it. Maybe
2: some negative yards, you know, if, if he gets caught behind the line.
1: He um, one thing he 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 doesn't like though is throwing to open receivers.
2: <laughs> he hates. It makes <laughs> <Okay.
1: fit. laughs> I went on a Derek Carr tangent. <laughs> uh all right. So and the rest of the odds. Uh, you know we've got uh, Miko Harman at plus eighteen hundred, Miles Sanders at plus two thousand, and it, it surprised me that he was above David Montgomery, who's at plus twenty two hundred,
3: because yeah. it
1: seems like David Montgomery has a much easier path to a workload than Miles Sanders does. Yeah, which yeah. ironically, Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders is battling with the former Chicago Bear Jordan Howard, who David Montgomery took his spot. But, Weird,
2: isn't it? Weird how that works in the NFL.
1: But, yeah, it just seems like Montgomery is, is, has an easier road to work, a workload. And Miles uh, Sanders is going to be more involved in the passing game. But Jordan Howard, he's, he's not a bad running back.
2: I, you said Miles Sanders more involved in the passing game, right? Yeah. I think that's easily what, prob, what pull vaulted what him above Montgomery here. Because mm-hmm. um, you've got uh, Cohen. Everything is his in, that, in the passing game.
1: I love Tariq Cohen.
2: Huh? Everything is gonna. Like, he owns the whole world of passing out of the backfield in Chicago.
1: Just, just uh, a teaser. I'm, I'm. We'll talk about Tariq Cohen a little bit more at our random question of the day later. Yes. Um,
2: <laughs> this is hard because you don't. This this whole offensive rookie of the year situation is a lot more tough than last year because you don't have that. Um, uh, in my opinion, you don't have that generational talent of Saquon Barkley.
3: Yeah, there's, there's no
2: it, one on that level here. Yeah, in this pool. So it, it makes it harder. Um, that makes it a lot harder. I don't see it being any of these wide receivers, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I, it wouldn't shock me if Sanders or Montgomery came out and just had just awesome years and took it. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, but I, I can also see Kyler Murray just soaring with that offense. I can see that happening if if they've got it right and they're they're um, they've got everything lined up like they think they do. Then Kyler, it might just be a shoe in, you know.
1: Yeah, I've got a couple names that are pretty low on the list that I want to talk about. Uh, the first one is Alexander Madison. Oh no. Who comes in at plus fifty six hundred and? Oh no! It's not because I like Alexander Madison that much. I think right. he's okay, but uh, you know, there's there's a world where he gets a lot of work and he could do something with it.
2: I uh, I say oh no because I'm a Dalvin Cook owner and a big Dalvin Cook fan. <laughs> so I hope Dalvin Cook gets back to what. Uh, what I think he's capable of Mm -hmm. and, uh, getting involved in the passing, getting just eating the yards like he was before, before the injury, you know, in, uh, what was that? 17.
1: Yes. Yeah. So back when he was on my, my team in our dynasty league.
2: Yes. Back when he was on your (laughs) team, now he's on my team. (laughs) You know, he's not been, he's not had it all together, but I, uh, so now I have to draft Mattinson, uh, Matt. Yeah. I have to draft him. And, uh, that's scary. Whenever you have
1: to do that, for those <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm, I'm I'm not at all saying Madison's going to be better than Diamond Cook in demand workload. It's it's the same thing with him and Daryl Henderson was the other guy I was going to mention. It's it's really health based. If you want to take a long shot, those are two guys that you could throw a few bucks on and get a huge return if their starter gets hurt, if the guy in front of them gets hurt. That's true. That's true.
2: I'll uh let's do uh let's do another um. Uh, if if you're ready, if you're are you done with this? Yep. Uh, if so that bottom that very bottom tier, the uh let's see, what do you got? Well, yeah, those guys. Who do you got yeah. out of those guys? Like kinda like we did with okay. the ten thousand.
1: So we've got Andy Isabella, Darius Slayton, Damian Harris, Hunter Renfro, Jalen Hurd, Will Greer, and Justice Hill. Uh that's a that's an interesting group. My first instincts are Damian Harris and Justice Hill. Uh, Damian Harris is it's harder to choose because he's in a backfield that is always so tough to predict. Even week to week, it's tough to predict who's gonna get work. But if Sonny Michel gets hurt, he, you know he's he's had some injury troubles in the past. If he doesn't if he's not able to stay on the field, Harris could get that goal on work. And I've end heard, up with a lot of touchdowns.
2: I've I've not heard, but I've I've had my my eye out very very much so on on him because of Sony Michelle, maybe getting injured, maybe maybe not panning out this year like he did at the end of last year. You know, you know how Belichick likes to do things, so you never know. Belichick loves to just confuse everyone with his running back situations.
1: Mm-hmm. He does. So I could, he does. I
2: see Harris picking it up. Uh, my pick. For this was a bit of a um, a what if, and it, uh, it was Will Greer,
1: okay, uh,
2: a okay. quarterback from West Virginia. I think he'd be very strong in the Panthers' offense if you know something was to happen to Cam. He's a very injury-prone quarterback. Uh, he's got a concussion lot, risk. Got a lot of wear and tear on the body, and uh, I think Will Greer is a Jim Dandy of a quarterback to step <laughs> in. To step in right behind cam and uh run the offense
1: he's got some good weapons
2: yeah around think, him over there, yeah, I think Greer's got a lot of potential
1: yeah know. so on the the higher end odds it really comes down to us for us, it really just comes down to possible injuries yeah really there, yeah. there's without injuries, most of these guys aren't really going to get a chance this year yeah yeah, these so, guys
2: are drafted in you know in spots to be uh in what if spots, in uh, backup spots, you know?
1: So Kyle Murray, obvious favorite, and I think we both agree that he should be the favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We like David Montgomery at plus 2,200, but other than that, I think you're, you're betting on injuries or Dwayne Haskins getting the start job. I agree. I agree. Clay, you have any thoughts?
0: I like David Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> you like Trent so Cohen, to, uh... too. Yeah, I like them and uh, Mike Davis and that group as a whole. That trio, I think, is just going to be a good running game. And I'm excited to see how it turns out.
1: Speaking of that running game, let's uh, move over to the divisional winners. Uh, and the Bears division comes in second. But first, we're going to jump over to the NFC East, which is the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, the Washington Redskins, and the really good New York Giants.
2: Very
0: good team.
1: Great quarterback. Great everything
2: except running back. <laughs>
0: their, their quarterback is better than Carson Wentz. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, no, I'll take that okay. back. I'll take that okay. back. The meme's over. The meme's over. <laughs> uh,
1: well, Carson Wentz leading the team who's the favorite, the Philadelphia Eagles, at 10 to 11 odds. And the Cowboys are in second, 3 to 2. Redskins 7 to 1 and Giants 14 to 1. Uh, I think my – my initial thought process is the Eagles are probably going to win this division, but I think it's very close. I think the Cowboys are a really good team. I mentioned earlier, Dak is, is a long shot for MVP, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's in that conversation. And obviously they have a, obviously they have a great running back in Ezekiel Elliott.
2: That's true. That's
1: true.
2: The Redskins, that's a real, that's a real young team right now. Mm. They've got a lot of, youth in uh, a lot of positions and um, I don't think I don't see them coming out this year they're going to they're going to come out and they're going to win some games I think they're going to be a very good and flashy team at uh, at some points in the season
3: mm-hmm. I, I don't
2: see them I don't see them winning the division um, the, the thing I had with the divisional winners is that going on the odds like except for maybe one or two divisions there's not a lot of picks I would go outside of the top teams in those in those, um, odds in those mm-hmm. picks. And, uh, it's the same with this one. I'm, I'm taking the Eagles to, to win the NFC East. Uh, I think the Cowboys still have too many holes that they're trying to fill, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, in, like I said, I'm riding that Wentz wagon.
1: <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the Eagles as well. The Wentz wagon, carrying them, uh, through the season and most likely deep into the playoffs. Uh, and next up, the aforementioned NFC North, with the Chicago Bears at seven and to four, Minnesota Vikings two to one, Green Bay Packers two to one, and Detroit Lions ten to one.
2: I think uh, I think we should probably let Clay take this uh, division to kick it off. You know, been such
0: a big Bears guy today. Yeah, the Bears, uh, Bears. You guys got to realize I'm not paying attention half the time you guys are talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, run it back for me. Which which division? NFC Bears
1: in north. North. north,
0: yes, NFC North. Yeah, I've I've talked highly of the Bears. I know I know Aaron Rodgers had a year last year that wasn't his best year, so I'd expect him to uh, to come back, bounce back. They've got a coach that they hopefully will keep the entire year. I know losing a coach halfway through the year is a tough situation. Mm-hmm. So right. the Packers, Packers, I mean, Packers are good. Cousins, I, I talked about him earlier, but. He's, he's a good quarterback. He should be a good quarterback. They have a good team as well. Yeah, they have, so that's a tough best division. Receiving,
1: best receiving duo in the league in Dylan I mean, and Diggs. Yeah, Is absolutely. It...
2: Absolutely. No, wait, not anymore. Never mind. No, we've got Beckham and Landry.
1: No, I'll still take Dylan and Diggs.
0: Really? We'll no. Get we'll, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's,
1: it's close. It's close. Landry's, Landry's a very good uh, real-life receiver. He's a much better real-life receiver than he will be fancy this year. So you know, I'll just say that they're both great. I don't want to go into it right now.
2: (laughs) I agree. We we can get into that another episode, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll
1: talk about that later. Uh, But for the NFC North, um, I actually am leaning elsewhere other than the Bears. Uh, They are the favorite, but barely. As I mentioned, they're seven to four. The Vikings and Packers are both two to one, so very close odds there. All three of those are basically a toss up, and. Uh I talked earlier about how I love a great quarterback to lead a team and Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in that division. He's been the best quarterback in the league for a long time and I think he's he's going to lead him to a divisional title.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with you completely. I think uh I think in showing that uh we had we had the Packers higher up on the the odds to win the Super Bowl, right? Uh, We had the Packers higher up than than both these teams, the Bears and the Vikings. uh, I'll just go ahead and say I don't see the Lions winning this. Uh, (laughs) Get that out of the way. I think it ends up being, uh, I think the Bears are going to end up in third, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, that Uh, could easily happen.
2: Yeah, because this is probably the toughest division. I would say this is the toughest division in football right now.
1: Yeah, if if it's not it's it's right up there.
2: Yeah, and so I'm I'm going to say you go Bears or you go Lions, you go Bears going up the list of course. And then you got the Vikings, and I think the Packers are going to take it. Just like you said, it's Aaron Rodgers. Uh he's looking to bounce back like Clay said. And um he got a lot of a lot of weapons. And he's got a lot of guys that are um that stepped up last year, a lot of rookies that stepped up last year
3: mm-hmm. and
2: and they're just looking to
1: eat more this year. So and Aaron Jones looking to play a full season this year could, yeah. could be a huge Jones. addition.
2: That's big. Having him the yeah, whole that's year is big. big.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so far we've both agreed. Uh, we've got the Eagles winning the, winning the NFC East and the Packers winning the NFC North. Now, NFC South. We've got the Saints' favorites at one to two odds. So, very heavy favorites.
2: Yeah.
1: The Falcons 13 to four, Panthers six to one. And Bucks at twelve to one. Now, are you are you staying with the Saints, or are you you wanting your your favorite Panthers to win it? I,
2: what I will say is that um, the Buccaneers are going to finish last. <laughs> um, I think the the, the Bucks are going to finish last, and I think the Panthers. I genuinely believe this, um, uh, despite being a very true Panthers fan. I think the Panthers are going to beat out the Falcons for that number 2 NFC South spot. Um I think that they got uh they got McCoy this year on the line mm-hmm. and that's very big. And last year McCaffrey was playing out of his mind.
1: Yeah, um, he was he was amazing. He, and incredible. I think he's gotten even bigger this offseason. Yeah, somehow,
2: at, at, somehow his biceps
1: looks, have continued to grow.
2: He's like the Hulk now and You know uh, how
1: does, uh keep You growing. know how you know how your ears grow until you die i think his biceps are going to do that yeah
2: he's like uh, he's like bane on venom
1: <laughs> yeah he's just massive continues and, to grow
2: and uh i think they got uh, some pieces in the uh, in the draft uh just 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 good enough pieces i think that it's going to propel them uh not back to that that super bowl get to form that they had uh and i think cam is looking good his injuries are uh in the reports, uh, he, he's shaping back up in the in the terms of health. So mm-hmm. I, think, uh, I think I think I think we see a decline in Matt Ryan, and we see uh, Cam getting back to a good form. I think they're going to get the number two spot, and the Saints. I come on.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm picking the Saints as well. I think Falcons, Panthers. It's it's pretty close. I'm probably going to lean Falcons to finish second, then Panthers, and, and the Bucks. Cool. Fighting hard down there in fourth. Fighting hard. Just real real hard fighting, you know, they twelve to one Jameis still still (laughs) being Jameis doing Jameis things in the bottom of the division.
2: (laughs) Doing Jameis things.
1: And the last division, the NFC, NFC West with the runner ups last year, the Rams at four to seven, Seahawks at fourteen to five, the Niners at seventeen to four, and the Cardinals at a real rough 30 to 1.
2: Man, 30 to 1.
1: <laughs> Second worst uh divisional odds in the league.
2: Mm, right behind the Dolphins. <laughs> That's <laughs> the right e- <laughs> where you want
1: to be. Yeah, you want you want to be right above the Dolphins.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um I I'm going to agree with this list as as is. Mm-hmm. Um, as as the Rams on top, Seahawks second, 49ers. And I think the 49ers, I think their odds should be a little better. They've got Jimmy G coming back. Um, they've got a very good offense.
1: They've got a really, really good backfield, really talented backfield now with Tevin uh, Coleman there. Yes. And
2: it, very sharp backfield. I think
1: uh, a lot of people are thinking Dante Pettis is going to break out this year. Yeah. They've, got, I, a, they've would, got a very good offense.
2: I wouldn't be surprised at all if the 49ers uh proved me wrong this year. Um if if I had to pick a team honestly on in the whole NFL to prove me wrong, uh it would be the forty ers in this division. Um I they, I could just see them having a good year, you know? And uh the Seahawks, um uh, Russell Wilson's just a beast.
1: Yeah, um I love Russell Wilson as a player. Yeah. And I like the Seahawks as a team. But I just don't think they can put up enough points with their heavy rushing game. And Wilson Wilson not really being much of a volume passer yeah. for them to keep up with the Rams and a lot of the other teams in the league, like the Chiefs, Colts, Patriots. So I, I, do th- I do think the Rams have this in the bag.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: So NFC winners, we've picked the Eagles, the Packers, the Saints, and the Rams.
2: Yeah, I, those aren't bad teams. Those are not bad teams. <laughs> not, not too shabby. Not too bad. Let's see. Who do we got next? The AFC East?
1: the Just one of the best quarterback divisions in football history. We've got the Patri- Patriots with Tom Brady, the Jets with Sam Darnold, the Bills with Josh Allen, and the Dolphins with Josh Rosen. Just excellence from top to bottom.
2: They Didn't the Dolphins get uh, the quarterback, the uh, big beard? God, he's beautiful. Forgetting it, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Patrick, yeah. They yeah, yeah. Magic, they, 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 they have
1: fit they, Fitz Magic if Fitz you Magic,
2: will. I should say, yeah. <laughs> they got
1: they got Fitz Magic. So, yeah. so that's if what they,
2: I, I yeah. would have said in the <laughs> in that top list of quarterbacks would be Fitz Magic instead of Rosen.
1: Well, if if they do start Fitz Magic instead of Rosen, I think their odds go from eighty to one to forty to one.
2: <laughs> I agree completely.
1: Still last, but just not <laughs> Still <as bad>. last. <laughs> Very
2: heavy last place, but I I agree with this one too, man. I think um,
1: yeah, there's there's no way the Patriots don't win this unless yeah. there's a, Michelle gets hurt, Brady gets hurt, Edelman gets hurt again, Belichick gets hurt.
2: Belichick <laughs> has to play quarterback. I it, I just don't see it. Yeah, this is this is gonna shake out. I think exactly what it looks.
1: Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady's gonna win the division. It's fine. Uh, it is I weird actually, to see the
2: Jets higher up, though.
1: Yeah, I actually. I made fun of Sam Darnold a second ago, but I actually wouldn't be surprised if he takes a little bit of a step forward this year. Yeah, he showed some flashes of what he's capable of. He's got just a really talented arm, and if he can, he can put it together. You know, with Le'Veon Bell there, he's probably going to get a little more leniency in the pass game. Uh, so there's an opportunity there for him to him to step up and maybe win him a couple extra games. You know. Yeah, solidify yeah, that second place over the Bills.
2: <laughs> I agree, and yeah, yeah, I agree. And like you said, having having Bell out of the backfield doesn't hurt.
1: Yeah, it def- definitely doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. So yeah, I mean. that, one, that one's that was pretty sad. That was that was an easy one.
2: Yeah, that moves us on to the AFC North, and this is a good division.
1: Yeah, this is a good division. This is a good division, and
2: I agree with the lineup not really i don't i don't agree with Lana. why
1: don't you um, explain to me why
2: um and i will kyle we have the <laughs> cleveland browns uh, projected first the pittsburgh steelers projected second the ravens projected third and the bingles projected dead last mm. and how I, I i do agree with the bingles being in last uh, I, just,
1: I do as well yeah,
2: that that seems to keep happening. Agreeing. With <laughs> yeah, the last place. Some,
1: I, I don't know what it is,
2: um, but I don't think the Steelers should be second. I think the Ravens uh, are looking good this year, looking sharp.
3: Um, they're they're a really
1: interesting team this year with Lamar Jackson.
2: Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson is. Um, I don't want to say a slept on quarterback because he's got a big name, right? But I I just see I see more of a um,
1: more Mike flaws
2: Vick.
1: in <laughs> he's basically Mike Vick is what you're saying. He's basically
2: Mike Vick. <laughs> I see more flaws in the Steelers than I see uh, more good things. Mm-hmm. So I I just the see bad outweighs the good. Absolutely. So I, I think the Steelers are gonna finish third, Ravens second, and then Browns in first.
1: Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. I, I mentioned earlier I, I'm not a big fan, big fan of Big Ben. Uh you know, he, he had really good statistical season when you look at it on the surface last year. But his actual throwing accuracy wasn't great. He's he's lost Antonio Brown, who you could throw it within five yards of him and he was going to catch it because there's going to be no one near him. Uh, and I think it's going to be tough run him this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do like James Conner. I think he'll be fine in the offense. But, yeah, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, they're probably going to lead the league in rushing touchdowns because they're not going to throw for many. No,
2: no, they are not.
1: Yeah, Lamar uh, Jackson's. I think I have him projected for, uh, eight touchdowns rushing. I think, which is just very high. But I mean, I just he's gonna he's gonna run, and he's not gonna be touched sometimes.
2: Sometimes he's gonna break away for very long runs. I feel.
1: And Mark Ingram is has has been a very good red red zone back. Yeah, in his career. Yeah, so that's true. definitely gonna see them just pounding people on the ground if they get a lead it's going to be tough to tough to come back on them because they're just going to bully you yeah they're just uh, gonna yeah the browns out. browns just have too much talent
2: i that's the thing When is too much talent you know they're starting to look like an all-star team <laughs> and you know is this the year or does it take another one um
1: i don't think it's the year i mean yeah. it's, it's the year they're probably going to win this division yeah i don't i could definitely see them losing in the first round of the playoffs
2: I, we could I, watch us be proved wrong, and Big Ben just walk out and win the division, and uh, the Browns just go right back to. Well,
1: move, well, that's what Big Ben does here. That's what Big Ben does. does. What he, he does? Just he walks around in the pocket. He doesn't run anymore. <laughs> he walks. <laughs> He's not running anywhere. He, he does a not even a fast walk. He does like a a, a medium walk, <laughs> just around the pocket, and like then slants it
2: full on a lot of Applebee's.
1: He <laughs> he goes to half-price apps every night.
2: Every night, just dollar margarita night. <laughs> uh, I think that wraps up the AFC North.
1: <laughs> yeah, it should. It should just like <laughs> Big Ben wraps up his leftovers every night,
2: <laughs> and that moves us to the AFC <laughs> South. <laughs>
1: um, and sorry. this is where my 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 Colts are, and this is uh, by far the closest. Uh, All four teams are in terms of odds. Yeah. Out of all the divisions. Uh, So the Colts are leading at four to five odds. Texans come in at three to one. Jaguars at nine to two. And the Titans at seven to one.
2: That is a tight division. Very tight. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, man, that's tough.
1: It is. It is tough. I, I, I love the Colts. And I mentioned that they're top five in Super Bowl odds. Yeah. But I could definitely see the Texans winning the division in the regular season. You know, we Yeah, they could yeah. they could take us down in the regular season. Uh I think we could pull it out in the playoffs just on the back of Andrew Luck. Yeah. But the Texans defense is tough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think the Jags or the Titans have enough ha I, I to say it plainly, I don't think they have enough to <laughs>
3: yeah. come yeah. out
2: in first or second.
1: I don't either. But I think both solidly I the think, Colts and Texans.
2: I think both the, those teams are going to win some games. I wouldn't be surprised if Jags or the Titans got a few, got a game or two off the Colts or Texans. Wouldn't be surprised at all.
1: Um, I talked about it last episode. Uh, the Colts finished the season last year on going nine and one in the last ten games, and their only loss was to the Jaguars.
2: Yeah, there you go. And um, that, man, that's a good division.
1: Yeah, it's a very good division. It's, it's tough, and Colts and Texans. They could both uh, really make some noise in the playoffs.
2: That was a terrible division like two years ago. <laughs>
1: it was so bad. And now all it, it took is... was a healthy Andrew Luck and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah.
2: Man, I, yeah, I, would, I would probably say that that's how it's going to shake out. Colts one, Texans in the second, and I, I can I very well can see the Jags over the Titans.
1: You know, I, honestly, my gut is telling me Texans. But my heart says Colts, so I'm gonna go with the Colts. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I'll stick to my guns on this one. I'll stay with the Colts in first on the AFC South. Uh that moves us to the last division.
1: Last the one. Seven AFC. down, one to go. West. The and Chiefs in the Chiefs. Yeah. This is Super Bowl favorite. got yeah. for Super Bowl favorite. MVP favorite.
2: Um Man,
1: I'm
2: I'm looking at this division, and I don't see a lot of discrepancies there either. Uh, that I would. Well, that it's,
1: I would it's go it's it's tough with. now because if you had talked to me a week or two ago, yeah. I would have said I, I can really see the Chargers pulling this out, but with the Melvin Gordon situation, yeah, it's 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 almost impossible to pick him at this point. Yeah, um, until you know he's going to be on the team, it, it's it's really hard to pick him.
2: Man, that is, yeah, you're right. And, uh, Melvin Gordon is such a big part of that offense. Um, you know, I'd hate to not see him a charger. Uh, I think it would be very devastating to them if, if he was to go. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't see Eckler sta- stepping up to, um, Put the Chargers in that second place in the backfield. So uh, let's say Melvin leaves that team. What are you going to go with there?
1: Uh, If he's not there, I think I'm going to go Chiefs. You know, it's, I still could see the Chargers on the back of Phillip Rivers, uh, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Uh, They have a good team there and I could see them winning it, but the Chiefs just have so much on offense. Uh, You know, it's, I'm going to go Chiefs here just like the odds say. We, we've been way too chalky.
0: No, I mean, the odds are there for a reason, boys. Sometimes I'd... the odds just look good.
1: That is
2: a tough one. You think the, you think with uh, Gordon gone, right, even, even still, that they'll end up at least second, right?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Broncos or Raiders can. I think the Raiders should be above the Broncos. Really? I think they're going to be okay this year actually I,
2: I i don't think they've got the rebuild uh, the rebuild done enough i don't i don't think they're far enough along uh for that claim yet but i i definitely I, anything's possible uh, <laughs> yeah anything's so, possible at this point
1: so we'll go chiefs there and we picked all our division winners we've got the we've picked the eagles packers saints uh rams patriots browns Colts, Texans, you know, either one, and the Chiefs. Uh, now, if you had to pick a Super Bowl matchup here, one team from the NFC, one team from the AFC, what, what are you thinking right now?
2: Mm, man, it's hard to go against the Patriots in the AFC.
1: Yeah, it is. It's very, very tough.
2: difficult to go against the Patriots. Um, God, the AFC has those, has, they're just so stout. Oh man. Uh from the NFC I'm gonna say the Saints. All right. And then in the AFC I'm gonna go Oh man, that's tough. I'm gonna go the Colts.
3: Okay. Thank I'm you. Go,
2: I'm, <laughs> gonna go, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go the Colts. I've uh you've convinced me enough in this episode. Um, I think uh a showdown between the Colts and the Saints is very plausible.
1: It'd be very fun to watch too. Yeah.
2: Very much
1: so. I'm thinking from the AFC. It's tough. It is tough to go against the Patriots. Patriots, but I think I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I, I overlooked them earlier in the Super Bowl odds, but I think they just got such a good team. It's it's gonna be hard for anyone to top them.
2: I agree. I agree.
1: And out of the NFC, that's tough too. Uh, but I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go with the Packers. So I've go, got pack, go right. We've got Packers and Chiefs in the title game, and I'm gonna pick the Packers. That's I, it's hard to go against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. So you can write it down. My definitive Super Bowl pick: Green Bay Packers.
2: That's big. That's big, and I'll go with uh, I'll, I'll I'm gonna go with the Saints.
1: NFC uh, taking it home this year, we agree.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say. Uh, Drew B gets one more before he hits the road.
1: There, there would have been my second pick, I think. Yeah, Yeah. in the NFC, they're just Drew has Drew Brees now the two-time owner of a completion percentage record in the NFL. Just absolutely destroyed it last year. He's just he's adapted his game so well, and he just knows how to play football, and he knows how to play it very very well.
2: I'll tell you what, he does know how to play football.
1: <laughs> so, that I think that does it for the majority of this episode. Yeah. We uh, went through our Super Bowl picks versus the odds, our MVP picks. We mentioned Andrew Luck, Deshaun Watson, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Rookie of the Year, we mentioned a lot of names. David Montgomery, Dwayne Haskins were <laughs> some favorites outside of Kyle Murray. Then we just went through our divisional winners. And I think we got one last thing on – On the horizon in this episode. It's the random question. End of the day, random question.
0: Random question of the day. So on episode one, it was a very serious question. So we're going to turn the tide here. Well, this is a serious question, but it's a theoretical. This is not real. (laughs) This is fake news. (laughs) Roger Goodell has announced the running back Hunger Games. (laughs) Every running back in the NFL put into an arena and they fought to the death until the last man standing last man standing wins. So I ask both of you who are your final two and why, and then who wins and why
1: take it yeah. away. I, I want Connor to go first here because uh, <laughs> when we, when we mentioned this question earlier uh, before we started recording, he immediately had his two picks. Like within five seconds, he knew exactly who he was picking. It took me a long time to figure it out. It was scary. <laughs> But you knew Um, immediately,
2: right? Um, I think that uh, the largest running back in the NFL is gonna is gonna take it home here, and I think it's uh, and you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have Derrick Henry, the largest running back, Mm
3: -hmm, mm
1: -hmm.
2: an absolute body.
1: (laughs) Now that one is a good pick, but the other pick of your top two is the one I was interested in.
2: The, the next pick is the man that lives through everything.
1: He doesn't the man, die.
2: The man who defies time itself. He's a, a some, some have called him a time lord, and uh, <laughs> that is Frank Gore. I think uh, he's, he, what, can, what can stop Frank Gore at this point, you know? And uh, I think uh, in the NFL running back Hunger Games, the man to stop Frank Gore is Derrick Henry.
1: It's literally like the unstoppable force and the immovable object. Derek Henry is the unstoppable force and then Frank Gore is the immovable object <laughs> that is always gonna mess up fantasy backfields for the end of till the end of time.
0: Till the that's, end of time. That's a dream match. Put those two dudes in the octagon. <laughs> the ratings they'd be pouring in. <laughs> so so those are those are good picks. You've
1: got Derek Henry bringing it home. Uh I've got it's a, kind of a similar duo. Uh, I went with my top two as Ezekiel Elliott and Tariq Cohen. And it seems like an odd pairing. Uh, but the only thing you need to do to convince you that Zeke would be in the final two is watch a video of him eating cereal. <laughs> <laughs> watch that man eat and tell yeah. me he's not going to make it to the, to the last two in the Hunger Games. He's going to get his food. He's huge. He's fast. He, he just, he's a, he's a monster. A literal, literal animal. He's handsome. He's very handsome. He He's no Jimmy G, but he's handsome. That's true. And Tariq Cohen. And Tariq Cohen is uh, a little bit different. If you've ever watched the Hunger Games, he reminds me of the little girl that Katniss is friends with. Uh,
0: I think it's Rue.
1: Rue. He Roo, reminds me yeah. of Rue. He's just going to be up in the trees singing some songs, hiding from everybody. <laughs> he, he can weave in and out uh, of hiding spots seamlessly. I don't think he'll even be touched until it gets down to the final two of him and Zeke.
2: They won't even know he's
1: there till the yeah, end. Yeah, they won't even know he's there.
0: What, what sort of songs do you think you'd be singing, though?
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know about that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think I have an answer off the top of my head.
0: Good ones, that's that's the answer. <laughs> yeah, the I, good I don't ones, I don't, I don't know anything. He'll be
1: singing the good that. ones, yeah. That, that question yeah, caught like, me off guard.
0: Joe yes. and like Crazy Frog,
1: no, nothing, Probably nothing just that will bring that much attention to him, you know. He, he, he's sneakier than that.
0: Oh, Adele, yeah, singing <laughs> Adele. Adele,
1: rolling Roger. through the trees.
3: <laughs> who's, so, who's your winner? Yeah,
1: so I've got those two. I've got Ezekiel Elliott, Tariq Cohen is my final two, and the winner. I'm I'm taking the favorite. I'm taking Zeke. We both took the bigger guys as our winners. uh, Yep. Yep. Because unlike the Hunger Games, this is reality. (laughs) And the the bigger men win.
2: That's right. Roger Goodell
1: called this NFL running back Hunger Games. (laughs) He knew what was going to happen. And and Derrick Henry's going to finish it. He just wanted to get rid of (laughs) all the pass catching backs.
2: That's true, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to get back to the old ways. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, I think that's gonna do it for us today, boys.
2: Yeah, I think we, we yeah, I think that's everything.
1: No Riley, no problem. It's no Riley No problem. Proud
2: of you. Proud
1: <laughs> of you both. Thanks. I'm proud of Tariq Cohen for making the final two.
2: And I'm proud of Nikhil Harry for getting drafted by the Patriots.
1: <laughs> great, great job by, by him getting drafted <laughs> there. And
2: good hey.
0: choice. Fantasy Formula will be
3: back. But I kind of like that ending.